Good evening and welcome to the Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors business meeting. It is December 7th, 2023 and the time is now 732. Please rise and join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We'll begin roll call beginning with my right. Greg Phillips. Bill Genoway. Tina Garzillo. Carol Kenny. Greg Wax. Tony Hamaday, Township Manager. John Walker from the Solicitor's Office. Jared Lash, Township Planner. Leanna Kalubriel, Township Engineer. The next item on the agenda is approval of meeting minutes for November 2nd, 2023, a um, uh, Board of Supervisors workshop. I have a motion to accept the minutes. So I'll moved. I'll second. second. Motion made by uh, Bill Genoway, second by Carol Kenny. All in favor? Aye. Next item on the agenda is chairman's comments. I have just a few brief comments. We were, we were in uh, executive session prior to this meeting to discuss legal matters and personnel issues. Um, the second item I'd like to mention is it is Greg Wack's birthday today. So everyone, I would like you to um, send birthday well wishes to Greg. Thank you, Madam Chair. As I've mentioned previously in executive session, I assure you there is no place I'd rather be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the next item on the agenda is the citizen board vacancies and our list is getting shorter and so shorter, which I'm very happy to see. The first vacancy is for the Community Center Advisory Board student member, one vacancy, Economic and Community Development Committee, one vacancy, ECDC student member, one vacancy, Farmers Market student member, one vacancy, Human Relations Commission, two alternative vacancies, Media Advisory Board, one vacancy, Media Advisory Board student member, one vacancy, Public Safety Board student member, one vacancy, Upper Marion Foundation subcommittee, one vacancy, Upper Marion Historical Commission, two vacancies. Upper Marion Historical Commission student member, one vacancy. I believe this wasn't updated. I believe the uh, Historical Commission is not updated on this list because we added, we- Yes, we did add, we did add a new member, a uh, regular member uh, to the Historical so there should be, there's only one vacancy currently then, or is there still, there's should still be two, two, there's still a two. Should oh, be two I, vacancies I and one student. And one student. student oh, okay. I, then this is, this is accurate then. I apologize. And zoning hearing board member, alternate, alternate member, one vacancy. Item seven is new business. And um, I see that we have our tax collector, Evelyn Ankers, in the audience, and I welcome her to the podium. She'd like to do a presentation and give us a report of 2023 and how it's been going. Uh, Madam Chairwoman, Madam Vice Chairwoman, Honorable Board of Supervisors, thank you very much for having me this evening. I promise not to take up too much of your time. Uh, I would like to offer a quick happy birthday to Supervisor Wax. You don't look a day over 25. I asked to come before you today because now I'm halfway into my term as your elected tax collector and wanted to report to you on how I've been doing in terms of collecting part of the funds upon which this township relies. Um, in running for office in 2021, I campaigned on reopening the tax collector's office and making it available for all residents. 
As such, immediately after being sworn in before this board, I started holding twice a week office hours in this very township building. I rent a room at my cost for four hours a week, plus one Saturday a month. Uh, I have continued to hold these in-person hours for the last two years. Additionally, I host uh, Coffee with the Collector sessions with free coffee and donuts for our residents on Wednesdays at the uh, community center and also so our seniors who go to the senior center can easily be there and pay their taxes and get coffee. Um, I also conduct special collection sessions four times a year at the Valley Forge Towers since so many of our residents live there. I'll also bring them donuts. And uh, lastly, I make presentations twice a year to the senior center uh, where I bring them lunch, take their tax payments, and answer any questions they have about the latest uh, updates in tax laws and other things. Um, I'm really happy to report that my efforts to make the office available to taxpayers has been met with resounding positivity uh, from all sides. Um, residents also really like the lockbox that I've had installed in the township lobby and have been grateful to have a place to drop off their payments pretty much 24-7 whenever this office, uh, this building's open. Uh, they also uh, like being able to email their tax collector and have said that I've been pretty responsive. Other improvements I've made to the tax office is the creation of an extensive and freestanding website where residents can find information on how to pay their taxes, about the various rebates available to them, uh, about homestead exclusion, and other relevant tax information. They can also now pay their taxes online with a credit card, um, and my newest feature is that residents can now download a uniquely numbered paid receipt for their records of their 2022 or 2023 tax payments. Um, let's see, since my election, I have continued my education as tax collector, and I've been designated a certified Pennsylvania tax collector and recently elected secretary of the Montgomery County uh, Tax Collectors Association. In terms of collections, in 2022, I was responsible for collecting $12.1 million for this township. Um, I'm very proud that I collected 99.5% of that sum. I achieved that number, I believe, not only by being more available to residents, but also being willing to go to their homes and or provide the necessary follow-up to track them down and get them their bills uh, when their uh, addresses were not current with the county, which is what our tax records go by. Uh, for this year, 2023, I was tasked with collecting almost $13.2 million. Uh, we still have about three and a half weeks left in the tax year, but so far I have collected 98.2% uh, of that amount. Uh, unfortunately, we have one particular corporate taxpayer who has not paid one very large bill, and, uh, but I understand they are in the process of refinance, and if that bill gets paid, that'll bring me over 99% notwithstanding any payments that come in from other taxpayers over the next few weeks. In sum, I'm very grateful to the taxpayers for being so understanding and welcoming, and I'm pleased that they think I'm doing a good job. I'm also very grateful to all of you on the board for your support, as well as to Township Manager Tony Hamaday, Finance Manager Nick Kiriak, and to uh, Director of Public Information Don Herbert, and to all the hardworking employees of the Township who are always willing to help me. I look forward to the next two years of serving the taxpayers and running for re-election in 2025. Thank you, and if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. I'm 
concerns and those comments come in regularly from our residents or taxpaying residents that they really appreciate the um, the changes that you've made with the office and how you operate and it's greatly appreciated so thank you for your work and it's been it's been it's my pleasure I think one of the best things that you've done is installed the lockbox mm -hmm. in the township building in the entranceway. And I don't think you mentioned it, but I know you did that at your own expense as well. I did. So that was, a bit, I think, a very big help, especially in light of the fact that people are hesitating to mail any kind of checks today because of the recent flurry of, of check thefts in the past over the past two years from the post office boxes right in front of this building and the ones right in front of the post office. So um, that has been a great help to everyone. So thank you for that as well. And I've only heard good things also. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you guys. I, I will just say from my standpoint, it is refreshing, A, that you're here and gave us this wonderful report. Um, it, it is a certainly a sign that things have changed in the tax collector's office for the better. Um, and the programs that you have are innovative and progressive, and I think it's great that you're reaching out and being proactive with some of our taxpayers uh, to correct that. So thank you very much for all the efforts you're doing on behalf of the township. Thank you. And I apologize, uh, Vice Chairperson Genoway. I thought that Ms. Kenny was still the Vice Chairperson, so I apologize. <laughs> uh, Ma Madam Tax Collector, I will still recognize the value that you bring to us, <laughs> even <God>. though you, <laughs> you missed. You <laughs> well, thank but, you guys. But thanks, for the, thanks for making the changes, Evelyn, and making it easier for the people to pay, pay their taxes. Because most people see that bill come in and they struggle and they say, oh, my, I have to pay this. But uh, you actually uh, have, have brought in light to that subject and uh, I just try to show them that I care you know I, I go through we all have to pay the same bills and it's you know none of us are made of money and it's not easy but you know where I can and when I can I just try to show them compassion and 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 try to help in any way I possibly can because that's my responsibility and I'm, and I'm you know very grateful for the opportunity to do that so thank you all again you all have been great and I uh, really appreciate again the staff of the township who've always willing to help if I need it so Thank you again very much, guys. The next item on the agenda, item B, public hearing, an ordinance amending chapter 140 A and B, stormwater grading and erosion control, consolidation of current chapter 140 A and 140 B of the township code into one chapter with additional provisions for green infrastructure and low impact development. And I will turn um, the floor over to our solicitor. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. At this time, we will open this public hearing on this ordinance uh, to amend the stormwater chapter of the Township Code. I have three exhibits. The first is Board Exhibit 1, which is the proposed ordinance itself. Board Exhibit 2 is the legal notice of tonight's hearing that was published in uh, the Times-Herald newspaper on November 22nd and November 29th, 2023. Board Exhibit 3 is a proof of submission of this proposed ordinance to the Montgomery County Law Library, which was submitted on November 16th, 2023. Um, this is an ordinance that um, will combine uh, what is 140A and 140B of the current stormwater chapter, A, dealing with sort of residential stormwater permits uh, and developments, and B, with non-residential, um, which will make it easier to administer uh, and make it easier for the public 
uh, and anyone that's uh, utilizing that chapter to uh, proceed under and, and know what applies. Uh, there are also additional changes, uh, think environmentally friendly changes under the stormwater chapter and also uh, certain corrections and additions that are required to uh, stay updated with the Pennsylvania DEP requirements uh, for our stormwater code. And I'll turn it over to uh, Mr. Yeah. Hammaday to see if he has additional yeah. comments he'd like to make on the ordinance. Thank you, Mr. Walco. And, and Mr. Walco is right. We are com the, the basis for the ordinance is combining both 140A and 140B, which is a, the separation of our residential commercial regulations, but also to meet the minimum requirements of the state's MS4 program, as well as the Clean Water Act. Uh, there are also some provisions in there for green infrastructure as well as groundwater recharge. Um, everything else is really just a melding or mending uh, of both those chapters uh, for compliance. Yeah. Uh, we went over that uh, at the board's last work session. Uh, we had our consultant and uh, Ms. Calubrio there to outline all the major changes. Um, one of the things that uh, we still have in there um, is that exception to uh, single family dwellings, but it does now provide a fee in lieu of if you can't physically put uh, a stormwater facility, um, then you'd be able to pay us uh, a fee in lieu of so we can then do uh, a regional or a neighborhood or some other type of facility in there. Yeah. And we've seen that issues, uh, especially on some of our smaller lots, putting a large pool in that can't really fit in uh, a large uh, stormwater system. They can do something small and then pay a fee in lieu of. So uh, at this point, we're asking the, the board to consider uh, adopting the proposed uh, ordinance change or ordinance amendment. Do you need my slides? There, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I just wanted to, for the record, see if there's anybody from the public that has any comments. Hearing and seeing none, I will turn it over to the board for any comments or questions. If there's no further comments or questions from either the public or the board, uh, we will close this public hearing and adjourn back into the public meeting where this ordinance is now in a position to be voted upon by this board. May I entertain a motion to um, adopt this ordinance? So moved. Is there a second? I'll second. Um, who, who was the second? Okay. Motion made by Supervisor Genoway, second by Supervisor Phillips. Any additional comments? Anything additional from the um, from the public? Here and seeing in, seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. This passes five to zero. Now we enter into the consent agenda. Um, item one on the consent agenda, resolution 2023-35, establishing the fixed dollar amount to be excluded from taxation for each homestead property in Upper Marion Township for calendar year 2024. Number two, resignation of Portia Waller from the Media Communications Advisory Board. Number three, Upper Marion Township 2023 road program, approval of payment application number one, final payment request in the amount of $1,583,000. $1,583,200.51 to Alan Myers of Worcester, Pennsylvania for the completion of contract work. Number four, deed of dedication, Shoemaker Road, acceptance of the deed of dedication from Gulf Mills Business Center LP for the right-of-way of Shoemaker Road between Henderson Road and Yerkes Road. Number five, Linear Park Phase 3, Lighting Contract Award, Hobson Company, 
awarding of the Linear Park Phase Three lighting contract to Hobbs and Company of Boothwin in the amount of 385,000, being the lowest responsible compliant bidder. Number six, financial escrow security release number one, Top Golf USA KP LLC, lot two, approval of escrow release number one in the amount of $256,314 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Number seven, pleased to announce two citizen board appointments. One is Joel Minor to the Environmental Advisory Council. The second one is young, young adult member Sam Montique to the Shade Tree Commission. Number eight, land development plan review withdrawal, Mansell Mill Company, Mansell Mill Road, accept letter of withdrawal from the Mansell Mill Company for the review of the proposed land development plan, phase two warehouse. Uh, that's all the items on the consent agenda. Is there a motion to um, accept the consent agenda? I'll make a motion to, to approve. I'll second. Motion made by Supervisor Kenny, second by uh, Supervisor Phillips. Any comments from the board on the consent agenda? Yes, uh, Madam Chair, thank you. Uh, on item one, the resolution for the, um, the exclusion from taxation for the homestead property, uh, I want to make just two mentions. First of all, it's going to be the same amount as it was for this year. It's $72,500 $72, per household. Um, also, this is the maximum amount possible that the township can uh, allow home, uh, homeowners to subtract from their assessed amount. Um, no, thirdly, I'd like to mention also that this is totally arbitrary on the part of uh, the supervisors. We have the ability to grant this or to not grant this. And we have been doing this for a number of years now. Um, so it's a very, very good uh, benefit to anyone who owns a house in or property in this township. Uh, if your house is valued, say, $172,500, you automatically subtract $72,500 and you pay your township taxes on the $100,000 remaining. So it's a very big benefit uh, for any taxpayers. If you do not if you are not finding the township, ex the homestead exclusion on your tax bill, please do what you need to do. And I'm not sure I'll ask um, Mr. Hamaday uh, or perhaps um, Mrs. Ankers, you need to apply for yes. the homestead tax exclusion. Correct. You need and to send a letter to uh, the township to my attention so the board okay. can take action okay. uh, as a subsequent meeting on approving that homestead exemption. Okay. Yeah. So when you get your tax bill um, from the township, that's when you should look yeah. at the top right-hand side, the top right-hand corner, and it should indicate a different amount, two different amounts, yes. or possibly three, depends on if it's this year's, well, I won't get into that. But you'll, it should, the amount, the second amount is what you're being taxed on, and that should be 72,500 less yes. than your appraised amount. So uh, it's a really great benefit for our residents. If I may, if you have not um, applied for the homestead ex exclusion, you can go to my website, Upper Marion Township 
taxcollector.com. You can download the form there. It needs to be filed by December 15th. 15th. It has to be received by the county, not postmarked, received by December 15th in order to have you be eligible for the bill that's coming out in March. Okay. Um, again, I'd like to echo what um, Supervisor Kenny said, that this is a completely voluntary exclusion that this, that this board does give. Most towns do not do it, and it is very helpful. Um, and next year, I believe it'll it'll save residents who get it well over three hundred dollars off their their tax bill, which is a great savings. But yes, December fifteenth must be received. Thank you for that information. I did not know that. No. Thank you. Any other comments about the consent agenda? Anything from the public? Public hearing and seeing none. We're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. Next item on the agenda, item D, financial escrow security release number four, Genteric on Columbus Street, approval of escrow release number four in the amount of $3,180 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Is there a motion to? Um, so moved, and I'll second. Motion made by Supervisor Genoway, second by Supervisor Wax. Any comments from the board? Anything? Just, just want to confirm that indeed everything is done. Uh, we had concerns about that partial. Yes. Uh, at this point, everything to date has been, actually everything has been completed. There are still uh, approximately $32,000 left in that escrow account for uh, the developer to submit revised as-built plans, but everything has been completed. Thank you. Any additional comments? We're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. Item E, resolution 2023-36. Approval of the 2024 Firefighter Stipend Program in the amount of $303,720 and authorization to include in the 2024 Township General Fund operating budget. Can I entertain a motion? I'll make a motion to approve. And a second? I'll second it. Motion made by Supervisor Kenny, seconded by Supervisor Phillips. Any comments from the board? Madam Chair, I'll be recusing myself from the vote as I'm part of this program. Any comments from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. This passes four to zero with the abstention of um, Vice Chair Genoway. Item F, Redevelopment Capital Assistance Program Cooperative Agreement, Subgrantee Agreement and Indemnification Agreements, 411 Sweetland Road, Phase 1 Infrastructure Project. Approval of a cooperative agreement and subgrantee agreement between the Redevelopment Authority of Montgomery County, Innovation 411 Fee Owner, LLC, Innovation, Innovation 411 Senior, LLC, and the township and an indemnification agreement between the township and an innovation 411 fee owner LLC, innovation 411 senior LLC. Would someone like to make a motion? So moved. Second. Any comments from the board on this? 
Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote on this. All in favor? Aye. This passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda is the hearing and adoption of, of the 2024 budget. And I should have been prepared ahead of time for this. Give me a moment. I wanted to make a couple comments about um, the adoption of the 24, 2024 um, annual budget. And I wanted to explain the purpose of our tax increase for um, this upcoming year and where, how we arrived at this. Um, while we were in discussions regarding the 2024 budget, we were keenly aware of a long list of needs more than once in our township. We were faced with acknowledge, acknowledging overdue infrastructure projects, an aging fleet with vehicles breaking down with, while employees were outperforming their duties, mechanical concerns in our facilities, being short on key staff member positions, needing to, to have a depreciation fund to be able to maintain uh, property, our properties uh, in a timely fashion, restoring our general fund reserves for emergencies, and also facing a nationwide phenomenon of the reduction of volunteer firefighters, which seriously impacted our fire and EMS operations. Creating a crisis which required us to transfer to a model of career firefighters and EMS staff. This trend is expensive, but thankfully, it has also allowed us to have the benefit of a highly trained public safety team. Even though there is a proposed tax increase for 2024, the annual township portion of the tax bill continues to be the smallest portion of the overall taxes that our residents pay. The other tax bills being the county and the school district taxes. The township also offers, and there's been mention of the homestead exclusion. Um, I won't get into too much detail about that since that's already been discussed, but the savings will basically equate to $325 off of the tax bill and increase over the 2023 amount, which was $264, so that, that's an added increase of $61 for the, um, the exclusion for this uh, next year. Another fortunate consideration for our property owners is that the assessed values of our Marion properties have not increased for quite a while, and this assessed value is the factor for calculating how much taxes will be owed. So uh, just to have an understanding of what that means, so an assessed value of your property isn't your appraised value of your property. So selling your home is, is a different price or a different amount than the assessed value of your uh, property. When I looked at my assessment for my property, my property was less than half of what the appraised value is. So that's what the difference is. And fortunately, the tax rate is based on your assessed value, not your appraised value. So I wanted to just give that clarification. If uh, people are wondering what the tax, uh, tax base is going to be, I'm going to give some examples of what taxes are going to be for different properties. So that'll make a more sense in a few moments. So I wanted to do a breakdown of the millage rates for the county as well as our township. And here's a breakdown um, that I'll give to you to have a better understanding of where we are with that. So for 2023, the current millage for the county and also uh, Montgomery County Community College, for 2023, it is 4.627. For the county, the proposed 20, 2024 millage is 5.178. Then jumping over to the township, the current millage for 2023 is 3.64. The proposed 2024 millage is 4.461. I know that this was a question that was raised at the last meeting that we had, and I don't know if we properly addressed that, so I just wanted to address the, um, the millage for the residents that had the question. Uh, there's more about the Homestead ex exclusion. Uh, I won't read that. Uh, I'm gonna give four examples of, um, 
of the tax base, just so that you have a better understanding of what you can expect with the tax increase that's being proposed. Um, I broke it down by a lower assessment, a higher assessment, and then two in the middle. Uh, the two in the middle, one has the homestead exclusion and one does not. So. Um, you can you can go through these numbers that I'm going to uh, supply, and then you can maybe have a guesstimate of where your tax liability is going to fall. So my for my first example for 2023, if your assessment of your property, and again that's that's different from the appraised uh, amount of your property. So your assessment, which is on your tax bill, you'll see it right on there. It's pretty clear. If you have an assessment of $91,260, and you have the homestead exclusion. The final tax bill at phase for 2023 was $491. For 2024, with a proposed tax increase, with that same assessment and the exclusion, the tax bill will then be $557. So 2023, the number is 491. 2024, with a proposed tax increase, is 557. For example, two, including the homestead exclusion. If your property is assessed at 182,000 and you have the homestead exclusion, your final tax bill was 1,241. For 2024, with a proposed increase, the same assessment, same exclusion, your tax bill will be $1,430. So the difference with the homestead exclusion, 2023 to 2024 is $1,241. In 2024, 1,430. My example three then is not having the homestead exclusion. Unless you get your request in by, as was said earlier, by December 15th by the county. So you still have time to take care of that, but you have to move quickly. So for 2023, with the assessment of the, that same 182,000, but not having the exclusion, your tax bill was 1,504. For 2024, the tax bill will be 1,754, and that difference then without the exclusion is $320. So that's the savings, that's how much if you have the homestead exclusion that you'll um, benefit. And my last example is a high-end piece of property, and that was with an assessment of $744,000. The tax bill for 2023 was $5,886. For 2024, that tax bill will be 6,848. So that just gives you a rough idea of where we are with the tax increase and what your liability will be. So I just thought that that information might be helpful to the residents as they're anticipating what's gonna happen next year and maybe allay some fears and have some understanding about why we had to do a tax increase this year. Uh, Nothing's really pretty. It's pretty um, nuts and bolts kind of um, increase, tax increase, trying to catch up with things that um, we haven't been able to take care of in the past and um, um, pretty straightforward budget as far as that goes. And um, now it's time to turn this um, over to the hearing um, portion of the um, adoption of the, the tax budget. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, we'll I'll open the uh, 2024 uh, budget hearing. Um, as uh, the board is aware, and you did a perfect outline of the proposed budget, uh, there are some key drivers, as you indicated, public safety, vehicle equipment, capital projects. Uh, the overall tax increase uh, will raise the millage rate for 4.5%. 
4.461 mills. That makes, uh, and I'll go outline the uh, the millage breakdown, uh, 2.923 mills for general fund, uh, 1.55 mills for fire protection, 0.588 mills for library, uh, 0.645 mills for capital projects or capital purchases, and uh, 0.55 mills for park capital, and then 0.095 for open space. That uh, Those millage breakdowns uh, equal 4.461 uh, mills, uh, approximately 22% increase. Yeah. Uh, the budget as we went through, uh, is ready for the board's consideration. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, Mr. Hiriak and I are here to answer that. Uh, but you pretty much outlined the big drivers in this budget as we, you know, see, um, uh, our, our needs growing. And in addition to the announcement at the last meeting by the manager that the budget was available for inspection after it was posted uh, on both the website of the township and in the township library, uh, the, there was a legal notice as required by law uh, informing the public of the posting of the budget at those locations, which was published in the Times-Herald on November 15, 2023. I just want to see if there, the public has any questions or comments uh, related to the budget. Hearing and seeing none, I'll turn it over to the board. Thank you, Mr. Walco. May I entertain a motion to uh, adopt the 2024 annual budget? So moved. I'll second. I heard two voices at the same time, so okay. Motion made by Supervisor Wax, seconded by Supervisor Kenny. Any discussion by the board on the budget? Um, Supervisor Wax. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I appreciate the outline that, that you gave in regards to some of the drivers of the budget and the follow-up by uh, Township Manager Hamaday. I do want to add one other thing, which is a driver of the Upper Marion Township budget. Um, and I, wanted, I don't want to repeat anything I said at the last meeting, so I'm going to go in a di different direction. And this is, this is more philosophical, and I'll, I'll be brief. Um, I've written previously and said previously that I think the biggest change that's occurred in Upper Marion Township over the last 20 years is the demographic profile of Upper Marion Township. You take a look at what Upper Marion Township used to look like. You take a look at what it looks like today. It's, it's different. Frankly, I think it's much better. I, I think the diversity of this township is a strength of this township. Um, but if you ask me what the second biggest change is in Upper Marion Township over the last 20 years, I would say that it's the demand for services um, has gone up. Now it's reflected uh, in the fact that you know, we need more permanent firefighters and EMS and so on and so forth, but also we've dramatically expanded the number of programs in Upper Marion Township. The best example of that is the Upper Marion Community Center, Upper Marion Swimming Pool, so on and so forth. And these are great attributes for our community and our residents um, demand these things. They demand affordability in the programs. They demand variety in the programs. And there are costs to these. And yes, these costs are absolutely worth it. But these costs, well, they have to be paid for in some way, shape, or form. Um, I think it's a good thing. I think the fact that the number of services in Upper Marion Township have gone up over the last 10 or 15 years is a model we absolutely should continue in future years, and it's going to have to in certain ways. Um, and while I'm, I'm, I don't think any of us are you know, happy that we're increasing taxes, uh, 
we know that our taxes are still uh, one of, if not the lowest in the entire region, and the bang that we get for the buck that we pay is amazing. Uh, as somebody who grew up on Long Island, I assure you, uh, what we pay for what we get living right outside of a major metropolitan area is nothing compared to what you pay in other major metropolitan areas. Um, and you don't get anything near there as to what you get in Upper Marion in regards to, to the services. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you for your comments. Anything else? I, Madam Chair, I, I wanted to make one comment. With regard to the past four years, um, having been the chair during COVID, COVID took an extreme financial toll on Upper Marion Township. Uh, the uh, costs that were expended for the provision of those routine services that Mr. Wax just talked about, uh, and then the coupled with the fact that we just could not generate revenue because businesses were closed, uh, people weren't able to move about, we couldn't generate the revenue from our, our retail tax, et cetera. So COVID actually took a significant toll and had us drain our reserves, which now must be placed back, which is what you commented on. And then we have the compounding fact of cost increases, particularly when it comes to the vehicles and some of the specialized vehicles that we have to buy to provide the services that Mr. Wax uh, commented on, uh, are going up 15, 18, 20%. So those types of cost increases are adversely affecting the way that we have to plan or have planned in the past and are forcing us to take on some new ways of financial management and financial planning. And in fact, last year at the PSATS conference, one of the things we were introduced to was the concept of three to five year budgeting practices. And I think that's what you're seeing this year is the implementation of that type of concept where we're not simply going year to year because you can't manage the municipality and you can't manage the budget year to year. It has to be done on a multi-year basis. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood that this is, uh, th this is a change from the past, but it's one that's a proactive change so that we're not looking at these kinds of challenges year after year after year after year. Thank you. I, I was going to make some final comments about our uh, different concept of the three to five year planning, that those things were built into this budget also uh, with our increase that we did, uh, that we're proposing for this coming year. Um, that we're planning ahead with things that we know that we have to be faced with, um, that uh, we projected out to five years, uh, a time frame of um, applying things to this budget going forward, and I believe at the last meeting I had made a comment about us not desiring to want to raise taxes in the next couple of years, and part of that reasoning was because of what we Im implemented for this year. Um, can't promise anything for the future, of course. We don't know what's gonna change. Uh, COVID uh, turned us upside down completely, so we can't promise the taxes won't be increased, but that was part of our three to five year planning that we put in place, and we're hoping that we can stick to that by um, implementing things in the budget for this year. So um, any uh, comments from the public? Hearing and seeing none, I believe we're in a position to take a vote on adopting the 2024 budget. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. Next item on the agenda, item eight, is accounts payable and payrolls. Is there a motion to? Uh, uh, sewer revenue fund. Oh, did I miss one? Oh, I apologize. Adoption of the sewer revenue fund budget. It was a motion to adopt the sewer revenue fund budget. So moved. Second. 
Any comments from the board on this item? Anything from the public? I just wanted to add that the residential and the commercial store rates remain unchanged. It's a balanced budget. So uh, the quarter or the uh, twice a year billing for residential, 149.50 will stay the same. So there's no increase in the rates for the mm -hmm. residents. And I, I will tell you that that rate is extremely low throughout the county. I mean, everybody that I know, including PA American, is paying $300 a quarter, $400 a quarter. So we, our residents really get a good value for that amount. Okay. Supervisor Kenny? This is not explicitly regarding the sewer revenue fund, um, but I just want to add here that we are not charging a stormwater fee in the first billing for the year because we're waiting for the Supreme Pennsylvania State Supreme Court uh, to decide on a legal case between Westchester University and the borough of Westchester uh, where they are disputing whether or not the stormwater fee is actually a fee or if it's a tax. And we have decided not to go forward. So when you get your first sewer bill, it will only be the sewer bill. It will not include a stormwater fee. That will be dependent, you know, going forward on what the result is from the court in this, uh, the court case, the state Supreme Court. So just wanted to add that in. Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in the position to adopt the sewer revenue fund budget. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. And now we can move down to item eight, accounts payable and payrolls. Motion to pay the bills. No seconds. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, uh, the, next, ne the next portion of the agenda is additional business. Do any of my colleagues have any additional business? I see. Um, Supervisor Phillips. Yeah, so uh, today is December 7th, uh, and in 1941, the nation of Japan attacked the United States. It is uh, what President Roosevelt called a date that would live in infamy. Um, it has been quite a long time since that war, but we still have some veterans from World War II that hang on. Um, but it really kind of goes into, you know, we are now in the holiday season, um, and we should think about those folks that that our loved ones are that are in harm's way and may or may not be with us for the holidays because they are deployed to uh, support the war on terror or support uh, uh, some of our other ongoing operations around the world. It is uh, tough not only on the service member, but it's definitely tough on the families. And I commend those families that keep it together and keep the home fires burning uh, for their loved ones overseas. Um, but with that, think about them during this holiday season, and I wish everybody a safe and healthy uh, holiday season. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Tonight's the first night of Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, do it safely. Don't drink and drive. And uh, we hope to see you all at the swearing-in on January 2nd. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you. Um, Vice Chair Genoway. Yeah, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, two things that I'd like to comment on. The first one, uh, over the past few weeks, our Public Works Department has been very, very busy on our annual leaf pickup. 
and I just wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, they do a heck of a job uh, out on the streets, picking up the leaves and doing what, what is necessary to manage that process. And uh, we don't think about them very often. So I just wanted to take a moment and do a shout out for them. Uh, they were down my street today and, and did ours and uh, the, the street was cleaner, much cleaner after they left than before uh, I even started putting leaves out. So thank you uh, guys and gals. Second item, as Mr. Phillips commented on about the holiday season, uh, best wishes for the holiday season. Uh, also, I would be remiss if I didn't comment on making sure that this was a safe season. Uh, make sure that when you're doing your decorating, make sure when you're doing your cooking that you have common safety uh, in the back of your mind and you're taking the necessary precautions to get through it in a safe manner. Happy holidays. Supervisor Wax. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, first of all, let me start off by mentioning that the 2024 BCA period is now open. And for the first time, uh, high school juniors who reside in Upper Marion Township are eligible for scholarships. Uh, for more information on the BCA, whether or not you're a high school junior or senior who wants to apply for a scholarship and reside in Upper Marion or, or belong to an organization which provides services to Upper Marion Township residents, please go to the Upper Marion Township website, go to the government tab, go to the authorities, boards, and commissions sub tab, and you will find information on the BCA there. The deadline is April 1. And also a new feature of the BCA this year is if you are applying for a scholarship and you get your application in by a certain date, I want to say March 13, but it's approximately that date, then your application will receive preliminary review and it will, be, it will get back to you and that will give you the opportunity to improve your application, which will improve your opportunity to receive a scholarship. Secondly, like my fellow supervisors, I want to take a moment to wish everybody a, a very safe, happy holiday season. Uh, as Supervisor Phillips said, uh, tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. To many members of our Jewish community, Hanukkah, which is typically not the most major Jewish holiday, has special meaning this year. It certainly does to me. Um, also, I want to wish people a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, Happy New Year's. Whether or not you celebrate any of these, all of these or some of these or something else, I really hope that you have a great end of the year and a very, very good early 2024. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you. Supervisor Kenny? Yes. Thank you. Uh, I have three things. Uh, the first thing, I will also echo uh, Supervisor Genoway's shout out to Public Works for all their help for many of our projects that we do uh, all year long, in addition to the very helpful leaf pickup. Um, they prepared the rain garden for us, which is now at Volpe Commons. Um, we thank them for doing all the prep work there. They also did the prep work for another rain garden, which will not be completed until next year. That is the one that's on Ross Road near the community garden. So thank you to Public Works for all their help with both of those rain gardens. Uh, you can stop by the one on Volpe, uh, Volpe Commons and just take a look at it. We just have very small sprouts there. Uh, there were about a thousand or more plants that were planted and we got terrific help from a couple of dozen at least residents. Uh, students and families and uh, individuals. So thank you to all of you who helped in, in planting that specific rain garden. Um, the second thing I have, I'm going to read uh, to make sure I get all the facts here. Here's my show and tell prop. This obviously is 
you're looking at this like you never saw it. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I can I can manage. Thank you. It's um, this is the bag that we are providing free of charge to anyone who would like one. The reason is that we have a single-use product regulations ordinance which goes into effect January 1st of 2024. The first phase of this ordinance prohibits the distribution and use of single-use carry-out plastic bags, single-use plastic straws with certain exceptions. If you need them for specific health reasons, they will be available and expanded polystyrene food service products from commercial establishment. This, goes, this all goes in effect January 1st. The second phase of this ordinance takes effect July 1st, 2024, and that is the prohibition to distribute and use plastic utensils by uh, restaurants. To assist with the transition and to provide more information, the township is distributing these free, lovely, reusable shopping totes printed with a QR code that opens the township's webpage, which gives you more information about the ordinance. And there is the, if I hold this steady enough and you go up to your, I see it on the screen, if you go up to your television screen, I have no idea if that would work. If you wanna to try to do that right now. Okay, Supervisor Wax is gonna to try to do that. It should, okay. Um, the important thing about getting these bags, we ordered 5,000 of these bags to give away to our residents to encourage, there we go, to encourage the use of the reusable bags. If you don't forget them and leave them in your car, bring them in with you. Uh, we have had great success with all of our local businesses who are expect, we're expecting this because they know that New York, New Jersey, and Delaware have already established ordinances like this uh, for their entire states. And many of our fellow uh, municipalities have done so as well. You can pick up the free reusable shopping totes either in the township building at the cashier's window or at the administration receptionist's window on the upper level of the township building. You can also get them on the lower level of the township building at the permits window. Free totes are also available at the customer service counter, the, the lower level of the community center. The township would like to extend our thanks to all of our sponsors for these bags, Whitetail Disposal and the Police and Fire Federal Credit Union. They made the purchase of these reusable totes possible. And we also got a grant as well to help defray the cost of these. So thank you to everyone uh, who's been involved in this. And thank you especially to the EAC, the Environmental Advisory Council, which worked hard on this yeah. ordinance and proposed it to the supervisors. Um, and we couldn't have done it without their help. To Zach Davis, who is the chair of the EAC, and all the other members, you know who you are, and thank you so much for all your work. And the last thing, um, I did have something else. It was about, oh, it's on my phone. It's not on paper. Uh, there is a breakfast with Santa at Swedesburg Volunteer Fire Company this Sunday, December 10th, from 8 a.m. to noon at the Swedesburg Social Hall in Swedesburg. So Santa will be there 
please come and uh, have breakfast with Santa. And I, with, with that, I will wish everyone a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, and whatever you do or do not celebrate. So be safe out there and Happy New Year as well. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Kenny. And I just want to make one additional comment about our reusable bags. These were designed by our own PIO director, Don Herbert. So I want to give him a shout out for um, putting together the designs on this bag. Thank you very much for that contribution. That's kind of. <laughs> we tried to get as close to Kelly Green as possible, but. I, th I think that, yes, it's very environmentally green. Uh, just a couple of brief comments I wanted to make. I wanted to uh, mention the Holiday Village that just was hosted by our township this past Saturday at the Township Building Park, that it was a tremendous turnout. I was um, so excited to see so many residents there. I think our vendor count was the highest that I've ever seen it for our Holiday Village. I mean, there's so many different activities that were there for the, the children. A Santa visit, um, we had Grinch there helping um, the kids uh, as they're waiting in line for it to, um, to greet Santa. Um, s'mores that were at, at fire pits that uh, we ran out of s'more kits. That was such a popular event. So many vendors, uh, the mo gingerbread moon bounce, gingerbread house uh, competition. Definitely is worth, if you've never attended uh, the Holiday Village sponsored by the township, please plan to put that on your calendar for next year because it's an excellent event. Our Park and Rec Department is the one that puts this up uh, together for us. Uh, Paige Wildeson was the one that was the primary um, primary staff member who organized uh, a great deal of it. I was going to mention Breakfast with Santa, so thank you, Supervisor Kenny, for mentioning that. Uh, December 10th, uh, Sunday from 8 to 12 at the Sweetsburg Fire House Social Hall. So um, thank you for uh, mentioning that. The uh, last item on my list is I wanted to mention that uh, December 15th from 6 to 9 o'clock, the Upper Marion Farmers Market will be hosting their very first night market. So this is a new concept for the market. There's so many exciting things that are planned for this. There'll be food trucks, there'll be a beer garden, uh, wine vendors, cocktails being served at cost, of course, a Santa visit, different photo ops. Um, there'll be uh, lots of children's activities, a, a coffee vendor, hot chocolate. Definitely worth it to come to this event. It'll be at Norview Farms from six to nine, and again at, on uh, Friday, December 15th. So looking forward to this new concept for the farmer's market. They'll be hosting a farmer's an evening farmer's market once a month rather than uh, the twice a month that we used to do for a winter market. So December 15th, 6 to 9, I hope I'll see you over there at Norview. Um, I'm looking forward to this, and um, it's going to be an exciting event. And finally, I wanted to wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. Uh, this is our last meeting before the end of the year, so wishing everyone well wishes. Um, if you're traveling, make sure to uh, travel safely. Um, stay safe. Uh, reach out to your loved ones if you can't be with them. And um, happy new year. Hoping for a prosperous and healthy uh, 2024 for everyone. And with that, I'll entertain a motion to adjourn. Oh, additional business. I See? We're... I, public comments. Is anyone in the public who would like to make a comment? Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. We are adjourned. Thank you, everyone.